Today in the Game of Life podcast, we are going to be talking about Last of Us Episode 2, our impressions around that, uh, our thoughts on a few things, such as the Naughty Dog being done with Uncharted, Forspoken and how bad it, it's getting reviewed, uh, Justin Rowland's, the, the Justin Roiland situation, uh, and 343 uh, working on more Halo games for some reason, all coming up here at the Gamers for Life podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Gamers for Life podcast, where each and every Friday slash Saturday discussing all things games. I'm one of your hosts, Darrell. With me is my co-host, Arthur Thomas. What's up, man? I got COVID. Oh no! <laughs> I got COVID. I got COVID again. I forget. I I, forget, I lost track of the strains. I remember there was the Delta Airlines one, and the one son of like a Decepticon. Um, and then of course you know Corona Lime was the vanilla. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know which whatever one I got. All I know is the first time I had COVID, it was like a fever, like mm. chills and everything. And then now it's just a cold, sniffles, yeah. on your nose. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm glad you're feeling better, man. And then we got uh, got my man Church back again, killing it, man. You're but you're you're on your way to be an official member, man. <laughs> at, at, at this point, I'm back to back. I'm feeling like Drake at this point. So, <laughs> uh, but also, man, I'm I'm sorry that you got COVID, and I hope you feel better soon. You know, but you're a real trooper, man. Down to record, and yeah, you know, we're gonna make it the best of the show. So. What can I sell? What can I say? Minor bodies are the best. They're huge, huge antibodies. A doctor has never seen minor bodies. They're impressed by how my body dealt with Corona. (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding. I haven't seen a doctor. Um, Yeah. The first two days I was like knocked out. Like I kind of got symptoms. I I kind of had symptoms since like Tuesday. This is a Friday, by the way. Um, And it was like kind of escalating. And then I called out of work. And at first I was like, oh, cool. I'm off work. Let me play some games. No, I was just in bed. I was just straight up in bed like yeah. for two days straight. Um, and now I'm on the tail end of it. You can still uh, smell and taste, right? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, I joke with the taste only because I was just drinking so much hot tea. I keep forgetting, you know, the time at which tea is ready to when it doesn't burn your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> so I can taste just not the very tip of my tongue because I got burned. <laughs> oh, okay okay yeah yeah um yeah, my, my wife she she got covid uh around the covid time and she couldn't taste for about almost two years so i'm glad you're, oh, really? glad you're not dealing with that that's the og covid though that's the one that's the <laughs> that's the hard-hitting one this one's a little more tamer luckily but, but yeah almost two years Damn. yeah everything tasted that's like tough. charcoal or smoke or something it was crazy i was like what the fudge yeah she oh that sucks either it was wild, but I, back. I, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't realize. I, I should ask. My, I mean, I think he has taste. He has taste buds back now. But, but, but I got COVID because my brother-in-law was kind of patient zero. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he 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 lost his taste too. Mm, dang, yeah, it's crazy stuff, man. Well, if you're joining us, hello. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe on uh, the YouTube for Games for Life. Definitely would appreciate that. Get some great videos on there, uh, and. Um, be sure to check out everything that Arthur does when it comes to the streams via Twitch, uh, as he as he does uh, every now and again. 
Uh, our audio, of course, for the podcast is going to be available however you listen to your podcast, so whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, what have you. We are there, so be sure to follow however you do do, do that, listen to us. Uh, and here at the Games for Life podcast, we read, the, oh, and of course, everything else as far as Games for Life, go to linktree.com forward slash Gamers for Life, the number four life. And uh, here at the Games for Life podcast, we read the news where you can listen to what you choose by clicking on the links of the time code within the description of the episode. I've made a point for 2023 to actually do it every single episode, so be sure to do that. Uh, so you can uh, check out the specific segment that you want, or you can just hang out with us here at the Gamers for Life podcast. And we got a couple things here on the docket, but just to get started with um, uh, the the most uh, one of the biggest things in, in uh, I guess in uh, today as far as being talked about is uh, the Last of Us on HBO, and uh, episode two dropped last Sunday. Um, and, uh, let's, uh, throw it to church first. So uh, what were your thoughts on episode two, man? Um, episode two, I enjoyed it. Um, it, it was pretty intense. You know, we finally got to see some creatures in the episode and you know, I was like, we're about to see where all this budget went to, like how right. good was the CGI was going to look good, uh, look like, um, I enjoyed it. Um, I love the fact um, during their encounter, you know, there was like a stealth element, just like the video game too. Some, some more, you know, homages to the players that enjoy the series as well. And the creatures look kind of terrifying yeah. um, at the same time. Um, I think it's progressing the story very nicely. Um, and the way, you know, the main character, he has M16. He didn't get that gun that early in the game in the beginning, but right. you know, it's a TV <laughs> show, right? We could we could amp it up a little bit more, right? You know, right. we gotta <laughs> we gotta be entertained. So, but he still um was everything the last of us I thought it was gonna be. It was still yeah. suspenseful, it was true to the game. Um, and I just over on I'm enjoying the ride thus far. So Very those cool. are my initial impressions. Right? Awesome. Yeah, definitely a, a switch up from uh episode two from the halo tv show right yeah <laughs> where he's like what the fuck is this shit <laughs> uh arthur what were your uh did you get the chance to check out uh, episode two for last i'll one? say seeing how my first impressions include me watching this time much better than episode one i didn't watch it <laughs> no um but uh yeah i never liked it it's i like that they're going for i get the feel they're just making for a good show because I feel like sometimes, um, like, they there's like this needle where like it panders too much or it's doing its own thing. Like, I feel like sometimes when there's adaptation, they don't know what the goals are. Sure. Um, yeah. Like for example, yeah. like Halo. What was their goal? No idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do whatever um, they wanted to do, which didn't work. Obviously. Yeah. To destroy Halo, bro. That's and, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's yeah, their goal. <laughs> Sacrifice <laughs> the lamb. <laughs> right. People are like, no, Henry Cavill's leaving The Witcher. Everyone's upset. Everyone's like, the main guy left Halo. Okay. Yeah, it's like, good. <laughs> um, but I, with this, there's definitely like homages, but it's not like the needle hasn't, for me, kicked over to, has, in a good way, has not kicked over to pandering yet. Whereas like, look at that. You see that? Oh, look look at that. You know that thing? Look at it. Look at it. Um, whereas like, I feel like Star Wars does that a lot. Like, Hey, there was that thing that one time in a movie 20 years ago, it would make a 20 minute scene about it. Um, whereas this show, you're, 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 refer you're referring to force awakens. I feel like that was like, that was like a Star Wars reunion. Like specifically what I was referring to was one of the Disney movies, the Disney Star Wars movies, there were like dice and everyone was like, Oh, dice. And I'm like, I don't want the 
what is it? What is this? I'm sure it's gonna show up in the Disney store the next day the movie aired or whatever. <laughs> but um, but but what I'm saying is like again, it's a so far two episodes in. It's a good balance of homages to the start the source material. Uh, sorry, sticking to the source material, but also just making a good show. Like yes, good adaptation, but it's entertaining. Whereas like yeah. Halo, very early on, we were like, okay, they're like cool. We saw some things, but. I don't know if this is good. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't get yeah, that we're, feeling. Yeah, we were both kind of rubbing our heads. We we're like, "Hmm, I don't know how I feel about this." And then by episode yeah. five, we're like, "Yeah, this is good. Yeah, this is garbage." <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. By episode five, you know, by episode five, we're like, "Hey, there's that thing." Oh, I'm just like, "Yeah, but it, this is bad." Right. Um, I did like, and I did like how on this episode again. I watched the playthrough, um, but I really don't remember like the. F- first let's say two hours of the game i remember the prologue which was you know shown in episode one uh the show um but like how we went to jakarta and we yeah. saw kind of like the sciencey stuff behind the scenes which i like um but so but again that kind of me, me catching up for episode one watching episode two i like it i like the clickers because this was the first time we saw the clickers they're definitely good um they're not too cartoony it's great cgi um and I'm so far I'm digging Ellie and Joel. I mean, I know that 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 bond isn't just there yet because we're not there yet in the early in the episode two, but I'm digging them. I'm digging the characters. I'm digging the cast. Pedro's doing great. The actress from Game of Thrones is doing great. Um, I'm loving it. So, cool. I mean, uh, I you know forget you, Arthur. I do have those dice that you're talking about installed <laughs> that you're referring to. I have them hanging in my car. You know, <laughs> I have to have them. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I'm 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 able I, I I I it's as weird as I am with with like subliminal ads when it comes to food and drinks, merchandise is where I'm able to separate that line, where it's like that scene in that movie existed only to be like at a store near t- coming to you. That that was that's this would gave me the vibe. Oh yeah, it was definitely something they need to sell at Disneyland at some point. Yeah, and I bought it because they were great to have, man. But to your point, it's not pandering in the episode is. It's kind of like tastefully done throughout. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so I, and I appreciate it. I mean, I feel like there is, and maybe because I haven't played Last of Us 2, right? But there is like a controversial thing. Oh, we're definitely going to get to that. Hopefully it's I'll what I'm going to, you know, but it's, uh, okay, well, I'll, we'll see what it is. Yeah. Let, let me, Um. sorry. Let, uh, uh, I wanted to give my two cents on, uh, the episode as well before we dig into that which we oh, absolutely will oh, I'm, I'm talking about the episode something that happened in the episode. oh sure i'm sorry go ahead yeah yeah. it's like it's it's the um it's the horde right mm-hmm. like was that what you were talking about oh no no i was just that, gonna get i was just gonna get my impressions on uh no i thought you were referring to the the controversial you know? things regarding the yeah, yeah. Was too, I, I thought you were talking about season two that's what i thought yeah because <laughs> like, but i mean just like the original game didn't have a horde mechanic right I don't like, remember what, one. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. I don't think I don't remember seeing a, a huge horde of zombies. To your point, yeah, yeah. Well, it just created. Well, they start running uh, at you. I guess what's that motorcycle game that came out on PlayStation? It's gone. I was thinking that too. Days I was thinking it's gone. gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love a horde in a sh- uh, TV show, so I think they took some liberties there. I'm all for it because zombies and hordes. I, I just that's what I need, man. It's my bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like why don't we just up the ante just a little bit? Yeah, to your yeah, point. Man. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, definitely. That that's definitely not something really in the game, and it's like, hey, why the hell not? Especially if it's done right. Um, but yeah, I liked episode two as well, or episode two as well. Uh, it seemed like this was Neil Druckmann's debut, directorial debut, because the because um, 
someone else directed the first episode and it seems like Neil Druckmann himself directed this one. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, I saw a lot of different shots that were identical to the game, um, which I thought was really clever. Uh, and I thought he did a really good job with the direction of, um, of the episode. Like you said, we talked about the clickers, obviously the, the, the sounds and everything, those same folks from the games, you know, did the same voiceover for the, for the, the, the show. Uh, and it sounded terrifying. Everything looks fantastic too. So, uh, one of the things that I thought was really cool as far as the relationship between Ellie and Joel, is this seemed to be the first episode where um, Ellie had a moment where he really had to listen and trust Joel. Because, you know, throughout this, because there's still this there's still this separation, right? As far as just like, oh, fuck you. Like, who the fuck are you? And then, you know, once it is in those clickers, you know, he was like silent. Like, you know, and then it's kind of like, listening to him as far as what to do. They kind of had that Jurassic park in the kitchen moment where he's they're in that block and he, you know, the clickers going around. So I thought it was shot really well. There was a really weird, um, I don't know if it might've been just me, but there was kind of like this weird, like blurry thing that happened after he killed the last clicker. I don't know if you guys noticed that it was like this weird blur, but I was just like, what's happening right now? Um, but other than that, yeah, I really like it. Like again, it's 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 online or it's on board with uh, the show. And, and to your point, Arthur, I did like the the Jakarta thing as well, you know, because we were mentioning that. And then just kind of like proof of concept as far as like this shouldn't be in humans. It's in humans. Oh shit, <laughs> you know. So I do like that they're still sticking with that scientific nature. Um, I don't remember in the game. When Tess, obviously, she got left because, you know, because mm-hmm. um, you know, she was bit. So, like, I remember that part. But I don't remember her blowing that, that build, that area up. Did she do that in the game? No, because there wasn't a horde, right? Yeah, she, yeah. I think she they left her in an apartment, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was, like, some military force was trying to get her or, like, some yeah. creatures. But it was not as um, a spectacle as the finale of this episode. Right. Um, which which was gross. <laughs> Some of the scenes, right? It was truly like gross and terrifying when it happened. But yeah, I don't remember that in the game. Yeah. Cause I thought to your point, I thought it was some type of a military folks that were like, you know, they were going and she's like, go or whatever. And I thought that's what, that's what was happening. But, um, so another part of this, uh, fun, and fun last of us stuff is, um, they greenlit season two, of the last of us two which is exciting and terrifying at the same time because uh for those of you who are not familiar with say the last of us two uh there is a lot of controversy with that game especially as far as how the game is played uh with with uh, the character of abby um and I have a few comments on Instagram. I love like just seeing the comments because it's like, what are the people saying? So uh, they had oh, the comments section is great. I like when people just post gifts, just a guy eating popcorn. I'm only here for the I'm only here for the comments. Like, <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a few. I have a few. I screenshotted that I wanted to read off here, um, just to kind of to check the temperature for some of these folks, and then we can kind of talk about what our thoughts would be are around the you know if they did well, they are going to do it season two of Last of Us on HBO. One person said, uh, Dave Bautista's Abby, please. <laughs> um, another person said, <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> uh, one guy said uh, they should have done seasons before the events in between uh, the first and second game. Uh, you can do lots of cool stuff. I said, that's, that's an interesting point. Um, <laughs> one person said, I hope instead of finding a buff girl to play Abby, they just hired The Rock and give him a wig. Uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, there's a few fo- there's one person says man this is going to be tough another person said uh, well that ruins any chance of me watching this show which is like eye rolling like shut the fuck up like like you know what happens like like don't, don't be that guy uh, another person says I feel like part 2 coverage will have to take two seasons considering part 2 is twice as long as the first one <laughs> I think they can cut some stuff up um, <laughs> one person says justice for Joel uh, <laughs> another person says, I won't watch season two if it doesn't have Pedro Pascal. It'll have him until he's dead. Uh, <laughs> don't forget uh, the power flashbacks. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, and then someone said, create a better Last of Us 2 story. <laughs> just, 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 pull, just do what they did for Full Metal. Just make your own make your own ending. And then maybe come back and do like do Brotherhood and do like the actual source material ending. Good old true one. Um, um but let me, either way okay oh, i'm sorry let me let me start off because um i did you play I, the game yes yeah i played the game um but i wanted to because they i don't think they have to change the story but i think they have to oh, change no. how they they can't do a one-to-one ratio they have Ooh. to approach it in a very different manner literally because um I feel like they have to do that in order for the story to really make sense. Because I actually liked how the story was, but the, the as far as the gameplay component, I was very frustrated, right? Um, I didn't have an issue with Joel dying, which was very heartbreaking. But my issue was obviously the the doing a lot of the same stuff twice with two with, with first with one person that I did you know I no I didn't want to play. be a part of, right? I think Abby is a very good character, and I think and because someone was saying in the in the comments as far as like. You know this like corny revenge thing i'm like i don't think it's corny at all if you know what happened you know like if you're watching like you know joel killed the doctor <laughs> you know instead of giving ellie off sorry spoilers for those who are listening i'll put it in the description um but uh i think it could be done really well i would like to see them um i would like to see a lot of a few episodes more of them with joel's brother because in last of us part two he's trying to find his brother because he's like i don't know where my brother is you know, yeah. and, and his brother is trying to find and kill Abby because he, you know, once he found out that Joel died, like he goes on a mission to try to take down Abby. So that's like another part of it as well. Um, so I think kind of having episodes where like he's like involved or whatnot. Uh, and then obviously Ellie is like a badass, you know, because he learned everything from Joel. You know, she's she's very aware with everything, learned everything from him. And, uh, you know, she's she's kicking ass. You know, and, and Last of Us, Last of Us Part Two is a very violent, very much more violent game than the first as well. So like sometimes almost unnecessarily, but it is because of the cult. Like you know, for those of you who've watched it, you know there's there's guys like disemboweling people because of their stuff and whatnot. So there's gonna be a lot of crazy violence in this. Um, but as from a story perspective, I think they can. I think they can do it, but I don't think. It will fail, in my opinion, if they do it via one-to-one ratio. They can't. Like, they just can't. You know what I mean? Like, I think they can have episodes where, you know, say there's an episode with Abby, but they can't do it mirrored mirrored exactly. Because there is a really powerful moment to me in the second game where you finally get to the point 
where it's that movie theater scene where they do end up colliding with each other and you, you start to understand why Abby is awful, right? You realize, like, and then that tension of, of Ellie, like, I'm going to fucking kill this bitch, you know what I mean? And they're, like, fighting in that theater. I'm like, this is a great part of the of the game, you know? And I think that I would love for that to be executed just as well, if not better, on the HBO show. But but I'm sorry, Arthur, go ahead. What were your thoughts? No, my thing was that you're right, is because also, like, the pacing of the game, because honestly, because Church, you're not too, because that's those two, because I know you're not too familiar with it. I mean, but, I know the story of Last of Us too. I just don't yeah. know Yeah, because because for me, like the pacing of it is like, hey, this huge thing just happened. Guess what? She's a character, and and like there's there's like montages of so many people just like walking off cliffs, <laughs> like yeah, Metagear Solid Two all over again. <laughs> like yeah, so the, yeah, you're right. So it so like when Joe like Joe and I were talking about like for example when Last of Us 2 was up for just every game award it could have been nominated for did it have a bird oh best animal artistic blah. I'm just like it, whatever it, whatever it could have been nominated for it was nominated for and one of the things I thought it didn't deserve it was like I couldn't think of the name of the award Joe but it was like editing or pacing or something like that where like like narrative direction when I say like it just always was like synonymous with editing or something like that and like I said for me like so if you do one to one the flashback upon flashback and order of it it's it's not great and clearly with the way he was perceived but we know the talent that neil does have the narrative talent with what we've seen for the first game and how we're seeing so far in the adaptation two episodes in i think i think still a lot of people there's gonna be the internet still gonna internet i'm i i my heart <laughs> preemptively goes out for who's ever gonna be casted as abby the hate's gonna come the threats are gonna be the threats are gonna fly it's the nature of the beast that is internet. But I think that pacing or like said narrative direction can be done differently than that like main character swap and like time skipping thing we saw. Um that being said, the fact that face value this this get this did get greenlit for season two, mm-hmm. I'm happy about that. I'm happy at the yeah. I'm happy at the face value that we're two episodes in. We're we're getting this is getting like thumbs up across the board versus again two episodes in the Halo people are like episode one, yeah, there was a cool fight. Episode two, ooh, the helmet's just gonna stay off. Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um so Upon again, with the face value, I'm glad HBO is back in this, which is weird because you know HBO just came off the tail end of just canceling everything. Um, yeah. Sorry, bad girl. <laughs> but mm-hmm. again, I'm, as much as I know, like Last of Us Two, I'm happy about this news. Cool. What are your thoughts, George? Yeah, so um, it's kind of cool that they got like a second season. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Last of Us Two, the video game. Um, narratively, it, they just when they announced Last of Us Part Two. There was nothing about the gameplay that I was excited to play. It didn't seem like we were innovating the game anywhere. It was like a high behind cover, shoot some enemies. You know, it's not taking it to the next level. So what was exciting for me was the story, the narrative that I wanted to see. And they made a decision to go in a different direction and just take out one of my characters that I love. And I was like, I just didn't care about the story anymore. It just, you left the game on a cliffhanger and you guys decided to go a different way. Mm-hmm. There were parts in Last of Us 2, especially the flashback scenes, you know, when you're in the museum with like Ellie and Joel. Yeah. Like if you would have put that in the front of the game and had more time with Joel, I think I think it would have worked more. It would have mm-hmm. been presented better. You know, if you just shifted stuff 
out of order in the video game. And that's what they can do for season two um, to try to make it more exciting. And But for me, I don't really have a connection to Ellie as a character on screen yet. Really? I don't, I'm not invested in their relationship yet. So for yeah. me, season two really has to win me over with Ellie because I love Pedro <laughs> as, yeah, as really my actor. And if he's no longer there, like I don't, the rest of the cast has to be so strong that the season two can really carry it. Cause uh, Pedro's like, he's a phenomenal actor. Like he's, oh, yeah. he's carrying a lot of the scenes. That's what people are going to gravitate to. So Ellie's going to have to have home over in the shine. We're going to have to like the, the actress that's playing her and in this season to, if you are just going to go straight into season two, which is the last of us part two, it's very risky. Yeah. Um, and it's doing so well. So why ended in two seasons? Potentially, I'm more into one of the comments that you mentioned before. Why not just stretch it out a little bit? You mm-hmm. know, give us more time with Ellie and Joel. Um, I think narratively, it's going to hit the audience, you know, tough. I think it's good. It's like kind of good writing. You know, it's good drama, you know, yeah. when it happens. Um, but um, that, that's kind of how I feel about it. You know, it, it still needs to win me over for season two. Um yeah. For that big of a change, because since I already know what's going to happen, because I don't care about Abby, <laughs> I still don't care about Abby. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you're not, and you're and you're not and you're not alone. There's a lot of people that feel the same way, and I think you make some good points too. As far as you know, like they really have to sell us on on Ellie in general. You know, as far as for her to, especially for her to take a lead, you know, for the second season. I think that's a really good point. And I and I, I they really have to execute that for this season because right. I think by by the end of by the end of this season if their chemistry isn't if we don't feel like they are like man like they're like two peas in the pod like it's going to be a pretty concerning I think for the second season I think they're, they're going to set themselves up for for failure so I I really I I definitely um I definitely agree with that um I think it's funny because. I guess I'm on the opposite of this side of the spectrum. I didn't mind like it was a shock value, but I didn't mind Joel dying at the second season just because I feel like there was a lot of things that were premeditated from the first and then from the from the beginning of the second uh the second game as far as for what he did. I felt like he 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 knew he was going to that people were going to come after him sooner or later. You know, but- because the Let decision that he made quick, if you don't mm-hmm. mind, it's his death didn't bother me. I think it happened very quickly. You know, yeah. I think you need to lead up to it better. What bothered me was the whole storyline about the cure that mm-hmm. completely dropped off in the first mm-hmm. game. Right. It just became a different story. It's about revenge. It's not even about the cure, the big revelations of like George, Heron, Ellie, like, yo, I did this in order to save you. What you have in the game, in the flashback, you have that yeah. moment. You, you, to, what bothered me is like those key story elements. You just kind of toss them aside and be like, I went this way. So yeah. him dying, he can die. It's just, I did that. That's my problem with the story for last oh, okay. two. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. That was the cliffhanger, man, for five years. We waited, <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> and, I, and I guess, I, I guess I didn't mind it too because he made a selfish decision of, of, you know, of uh, wanting to, to have this relationship with her versus her being an advocate to potentially save the world, you know, with the, the cure thing He's like, well, I, I can't, you know, and, and he made that self decision. Obviously in the game, you know, it's just like, what the fuck, you know what I mean? So, 
Um, so yeah, I think that was a strong story and definitely was another, it was another, uh, another risk as far as like, well, let's throw that out the window. Let's, let's focus on this. So, and I think, I think one of the, I really like what you said too, as far as the gameplay, there wasn't really anything renovated. I think there was a couple of new, um, like maybe weapons or whatnot, but as far as the overall gameplay, wasn't anything or a whole lot new. It was more so a whole lot story. Um, I think, I think, I think it was, a, I think the, the combat might've been a little smoother, but it wasn't anything so super different. So it was, was it literally loud. It was literally part two. It was literally continuing. <laughs> so it's, it's, it wasn't better than like Gears of War, like exactly. shooting. Yeah. Which is like, you play that and go into like last of us. It's like, yo, can you improve on what Gears does phenomenally yeah. already? You know? So well, what I would like to see, this is my challenge for Neil Druckmann. I know you probably won't watch this, but my challenge for him is to have, when he does Last of Us Season 2, to have it where people actually start to like and or feel empathetic, sympathetic for Abby. And I think that is that that to me, that was the beauty of the story for part two, because in the beginning, obviously, I didn't give a fuck about Abby. I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. But then later in the game, you feel you, you kind of understand you understand what's, you know, why she feels the way that she does. So when it flips back, you know, when, you know, and everything else to back to Ellie, you understand this antagonist and, and, and how personal everything is, you know, and I, I, I love that fight on the beach too. Um, but, uh, if, if he can execute where, you know, right now we have all these gamers, right. That and it's funny too, because this is, this is going to be marketed towards everybody. Right. So I always feel like there's this bubble, you know, that we all have where, where us as gamers, we're like, you know, we're tr- tracking everything from what we've played and everything, and we already have our we already have our decisions on on how we feel about certain things. But and so I'm curious to see how people feel that did not play the game. You know what I mean? So if we have people that feel the same way or similarly to us gamers, I think that's an even bigger issue with the story. So I think if Druckmann can make it in a way where there is a sense of understanding. Uh, in Abby, where people actually like Abby more so in the in the show than the game, I think that would be a huge achievement. I, I think they should just do it chrono- you- chronologically, like rather than the time jumps, like because that was another thing too. Because because like because that's the other thing too is like with this adaptation, we know what's coming. So for me, this isn't apples to apples, but like um, I know a lot of people didn't watch it. I loved it, the Dark Crystal prequel series that was on Netflix. You know that old school Jim Henson movie, The Dark Crystal. That's like way different than the Muppets. Um, but there's this big climax, you know, that's happening this season because the spoiler is no second season, but you know, this show's going to end with like a mass genocide or a murder of some kind. There's all this, the main characters are this race of people that do not exist. So, you know, it's coming, you know, it's coming versus like, but because it was built up and it leads to it and it's, and it was done so well versus like, if we do it kind of in the game, the way the, like, so we do in the show, the way it was in the game, if that happens like in episode three, that's way too soon. You know what I mean? That needs to be like, they need to be they need drawn out. The other thing, the other thing too, is we were talking about like how this, that you have the challenge for this season is the, the relationship, the relationship of Ellie and Joel. So it's like in games, the word is like immersion. Um, but like in shows, the word's invested. And that's for all audiences, even if they haven't played the game. Like an, an audience member that hasn't played the game needs to be invested in Joel and Ellie. And if it ends with, you know, like, hey, that's my buddy guy. I'm not your friend, buddy kind of vibe. <laughs> then that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, that's I don't the know. challenge because um, 
do you spend more time with Pedro as centerpiece for this season, or you spend a lot more time with Ellie making sure Dave Bautista? Audience, yeah, making the <laughs> <laughs> making sure the audience like her for season two. And Joe, to your point, if he can pull out the audience liking Abby, which is an uphill battle, not only because yeah. we're gamers, but because of the two mediums, right? You you spending hours playing with Abby, six, eight hours, yeah. you know, at a time, maybe even longer, 20 hours, as opposed to, I got to like, make you like this character in an hour, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. that, that's a challenge in itself. Yeah. And I feel like they're going to pull on some emotional, you know, heartstrings. I think they're going to change their introduction a little bit more than the game because they have to make you care about it as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, the story doesn't work, you know, at, yeah. and they have to figure something out. Exactly. So let's say there's like 14 it, episodes. Let's say there's 14 episodes in a season. Just spitballing. Sure. Let's say there's 14 episodes in a season. That scene, mm, like if they, again, if they, if they build up, like you relate to Ellie, oh, sorry, you relate to Abby more and then boom, they meet golf club you know they go golfing uh let's say of a 14 episode season episode nine to ten and then the remainder is the latter the last active game of ellie catching up to abby but again i didn't i didn't, I didn't see I didn't, I didn't play the game i didn't i didn't see a full playthrough so i don't know how long that is in the game but that's what i'm saying is like again if they do this like episode three or four it's it's there's no no way people are to come back and be like oh now i feel bad oh, for her. they're gonna kill him in the first episode of season one it's just too much <laughs> of shocking you know the ratings yeah. go crazy it's a like, kill him in the first episode joe's <laughs> gonna die man. <laughs> oh man that, that yeah that that that, that would uh, destroy the show um you make a really good you make a really good point arthur i think if they have a 10 episode season it should happen season it should have an episode like six maybe mm-hmm. um i don't mind the time jumps but it has to be done right like because i mean they're doing time jumps right now we just the first the, yeah this episode of J- 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 jakarta right um yeah but but it, it but i think how but i think they're probably i think i think how they do it needs to be it needs to flow better right you know what i'm saying so um yeah and then as far as the pacing you know and and like you said the investment is really critical you know obviously it's critical now but for season two especially critical especially with this ellie character and everything i would like for them to kind of dig in more with the this antagonist the the antagonist also as far as like you know um like ha- have some episode, like have an episode or two like more so about like okay what the fuck is going on because in the game it's more so you know it's a game so it's one of those things where like whoa that guy's fucking crazy and then later you kind of figure out kind of like what's the deal so i think they have a lot to work with but it's going to be very it's going to be very uh it's going to be a big feat it's going to be a big feat definitely um so okay, can i say one more thing on this season oh, sorry oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, the one thing i do want to shot for shot frame by frame is when there's that and, and this is for season one uh episode one sorry uh first game uh shot for shot when there's that time skip and it's snowing and there's this cute little bunny rabbit <laughs> <laughs> i want that i want that arrow and that rabbit shot for shot frame by frame that's what i want <laughs> he very well might <laughs> it's very feasible um so sticking with neil Druckmann, i wanted to get to the next topic as far as for naughty dog being done with uncharted 
Uh, there's a little snippet here I wanted to read, and then we can just talk about it. So it says here, this is according to IGN, it says in an interview with BuzzFeed, Naughty Dog co-president Neil Druckmann confidently said that the studio is moving on from Uncharted series, saying Uncharted was insanely successful, Uncharted 4 was one of four best-selling games, and we're able to put our final brushstroke on that story and say that we are done. Um, it's interesting. I, I mean, was I don't... It's weird because on one side of the spectrum, I guess the story is kind of over, right? When that, it comes that's to the that's what asked. Not yeah. to cut it off, but to fill me in, I've only seen I've only seen like walkthroughs of one and two. So, for the, the does the game like does the game or does Nathan Drake's story like end? Whether yeah. or not he like dies or not, but like was there closure or was there like a yeah. spinoff? Thing? I'm sure, there was right. It's funny. I didn't yeah. get to play. I didn't get to play the fourth one, but I know it was I like did. Drake's end. <laughs> I did play the fourth one. Uh, uh, actually, that's like the first playstation game i played after like taking a hiatus from gaming for like mm-hmm. 10 years so i came back to uncharted um mm-hmm. fourth one um it did end it had like a definitive conclusion okay. i guess so you know saw people from previous games and it just kind of end on the, the note it did um i mean i mean he didn't die or anything because like, you can you can game. spoil it like was it the yeah. say did he die or was he, it like a just... walk off into the sunset sort of thing I mean, he found like an ultimate treasure with his brother that they've been hunting since he was a kid. Um, it didn't go the way they did, but they made out with some millions of dollars and he was able to have like a house on the beach with his, you know, his wife. And there was a, uh, it alluded that they had a kid on the way, so to speak. So we're like, oh, and it was like an, and it was like an epilogue thing. That's the yeah, perfect trick. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah. Yeah. They could have, they could have made another game. Right. Um, but there's no, it wasn't like a cliffhanger. Um, but okay. I think, you know, since the movie came out and it didn't do too well for Sony, I think they're just gonna try to focus on IPs that they can turn into films. Right at that point, so. Destiny for five billion. <laughs> Destiny movie would be dope, bro. <laughs> I, I if they saying. did it right, if they did it right, definitely. I mean, that's um, for everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, but we 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 don't think the purchase was done right to begin. <laughs> Because Bungie's like, yo, we have control of everything, and they're not going to control us. We're going to do what we do. Dude. And it's like, uh, okay, why'd you buy I'm, them? <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, if Sony paid more for Bungie than Disney paid for Star Wars, ugh. But then again, George Lucas was like, I want fans to stop harassing me about this franchise take it well take he's, it he's, he sold that mad low bro george lucas was like yeah. fuck this i don't give a fuck Deuces, Here, four like, get like, rid of it yeah our, like, star wars was one of the, like one of the biggest franchises like ever you know so it's just like he could have got way more than that but he didn't give a fuck which i thought was these hilarious. nerds over here like you see him tatooine because they're sons i was like dude i made him i made like, a uh, samurai movie and i made a samurai movie in space get over yeah it. Like, he's like i can do taxes on four billion but nothing more yeah <laughs> but it but uh uh, sticking on the Naughty Dog uh, Uncharted, I mean, I think for this, I, I guess it's kind of bittersweet because on one side of the spectrum, you know, Uncharted was a very, um, it was one of those, it was one of those mascots for Sony, right? Like when you yeah. think of Sony, you think of PlayStation, PS3 and on, you think of Uncharted and that's one less mascot for PlayStation. So it's just like, you know, I don't. I don't think PlayStation's having an identity crisis. I did before, um, but it's one less, you know, component or strong uh, symbol to 
just the representation of the console, you know? And um, so I'm not too, for me, and for me, I'm not mad that they, that they're done with it. I'm just curious. What is, what's going to be, what's going to be a signature game that you can be like, Oh yeah, I got to get this on PlayStation. You know, like I have an idea. Uh, sorry to cut you off. I was going to say, uh, cause I know that like I said, I'm glad for some, I'm glad to hear that ended with like a, into the sunset epilogue yeah. christian bale christian bale you know toasting Michael Cain over there mm-hmm. um <laughs> not to tend to two months but i still i'm still curious to there to like not the rumor but that sony did buy the like the domain or the patent or the trademark i forget the exact legal verbiage for sunset overdrive i know this is apple to apples but if like in the same year if in the same year we hear that you know it's not like nail in the coffin more just like the doors close, like you know, kind of the Godfather. The door slowly closes on Uncharted. If you know Sony were to like bust out with like Sunset Overdrive or something as an Xbox guy, I would love that. Um, but again, as someone who didn't have really a dog in this fight or experiencing it, um, I'm not like shocked by it, but it just does suck. You know, like another good franchise or IP, like the mascot is like, what else can we do? Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I mean, it would be cool if like Sony um, gave the Sunset Overdrive that Insomniac had and gave it back to Naughty Dog so they can make another game. That would be cool. Uh, I'll be down for it. But like, yeah, it just sucks, man. Because, you know, I-, I love Sucker Punch did this early in the year. They're not making any more Sly Coopers. They said they were done with it, right? No. Um, they- Sly Cooper. Naughty Dog old boys. <laughs> Jack and Daxter for how yes. long? I know. So yes. It's- I it, it you, brother. Yeah, it, that it was the sucks. first thing you and Joel talked about in the chat. That, yeah. Jack, where's what about Jack? Where's that? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I want Jack. Jack was so so cool. They I mean, back Ratchet and Clank, which was good. Yeah, they did. That's, that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, I would argue Ratchet and Clank never went anywhere. Man, they had like three games on the PS3. They just kind of been consistently been releasing it, um, which is kind of cool. I, I don't know what they would do. I'm excited to see a new IP from Naughty Dog outside of the last of us um i just hope that it like it it's good it resonates with people i'm just worried that they're trying to make the last of us three last of us like online playing game and there's just become a studio that's just like making online content to support that live service they're trying to get oh man they're doing that right now to be sony's like agenda right they got like 10 of those like live service games on the docks and they're trying to get going bro that's a good i'm I'm so glad you mentioned that because i i forgot i totally forgot about that yeah they're working on a last of us 2 multiplayer right now and i have no idea how to feel about it i and they said it's one of the most ambitious things so i mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i'm like i'm like look i've heard all of these words before and i've been disappointed 90 percent of the time so what does that fucking mean you know so it's like if it's if it is as good as as they would want it to be then that would be really interesting but i'm just like guys like because like uncharted's multiplayer was like it was fun for like 10 minutes (laughs) it wasn't bad it wasn't wasn't bad it it wasn't bad It, it was just like it was a great area where no one asked for it. It was surprisingly good. But um, a horn owl always toot. Um, Mass Effect did something similar. You know, was, again, a, a massive RPG, a multi-series RPG. A multiplayer came out and no one asked for it. But because they sort of kind of, with literally single-digit percentage stats <laughs> linked it to the story, you're like, hey, it creates some incentive. 
Um, oh God, massive, uh, massive. What was it? Mass Effect Three, three? multiplayer. Mass Effect incredible. Three had fucking no incredible. That was one of the best multiplayer like ever. I I played with my I played with my ASMs and store manager on that shit like for like mad long, bro. When I was running the games up, that was it had no business good. good. Like, but what? um, I mean. When you when I when I hear yeah it's like you know again when we hear like this like online service and you're like uh, it's my dog please stay in your lane please <laughs> yeah so I don't know I, I I'm not sure how to feel about that multiplayer shit but uh and then last I feel like one thing that I think that's that's been positive or actually I mean one I'm just calling this out specifically but as far as like you know I'm great that I'm glad that the show is doing well for HBO that, you know, they're working on season two, which we already talked about, but the game, I really, I'm curious how this is, like you said, church from, from the last episode, how is this going to affect last of Us part three? You know yeah. what I mean? Like how, as far as the direction and I'm wondering, part of me wonders how much do they listen to the fans? Like how much does Neil Druckmann actually listen to the fans? Or is he just one of those guys that's like, look, this is what I made. This is what I'm going to do. Like, I wonder how receptive he is to listening to, how people feel about Abby because I think that would I really feel like that would positively impact season two uh and then how and I know already this is already changing his mind on how he wants season how he wants part three to be because he already said something about he wants to, there to be less cinematics for part three which I find to be interesting um so yeah I'm just I'm just wondering like with all of this stuff like what is part three gonna look like you know what I mean so yeah, I I think I uh, say one thing to potentially transition onto Shuri, to Sharia coming up next, but an issue with Abby is an issue. I feel like issue, I feel like an issue, another issue with Abby, to kind of sort of transition. Um, Abby was a start, or at least a big thrusted into something we started to see a lot more, which is like I would argue unlikable main characters, where like it's the main character, but the game is like forcing you to like this person. Like, look, like this person. I'm just like, no, I don't want to like her. Um, and like, again, the half transition into some of the reviews I've been seeing the game, gameplay I've been seeing is in terms of like a main character, not being likable, um, again, sticking with Sony here, we're seeing that with Forspoken that just dropped. Mm. Yeah. I guess dang, I like your segue. I just wanted to comment on what you said. <laughs> oh, good. That was a good. That was a good segue. Though. Joe, if you want to flip, Joe, if you want to flip the script, I do. No, I do, no. I guess we saw the video montage. It was like Abby, <laughs> Abby pets the dog, and Ellie kills dogs. You know, they do all these things <laughs> to try to get you to like Abby more than Ellie. That's hilarious. No, but yeah, I guess I would argue that you know, a- Abby was. It, Abby was an antagonist, you know, and, and 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 you and you're starting off trying to understand this antagonist character versus you know Ellie and then being a protagonist. So I thought, you know, like whether she's going to be likable or not, definitely was a huge risk take. Because I mean, there's a lot of different stories in movies where it's like I don't fucking like this person, you know, like. But I think that is going to when it comes to games, sometimes you can. You know, very risky. Obviously, we talked about how much people don't like Abby, but it's even worse for film. You know what I mean? Like, if you if you have a character on screen that you do not like, I mean, people just stop watching. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's not one of those things where it's like, well, I have to see what happens, right? So I have to play so I can get that platinum. Like, no, like people aren't going to do it. So very risky. But no, you are right as far as uh, you know, when it comes to uh, Forspoken, uh, 
I think definitely more so the game is just for what we said in the in prior episodes, Arthur. Our, our, there was an episode we talked about Forspoken as far as it being an empty world, you know, and I feel like that's it it pretty much didn't change a whole lot. I mean, if we're talking about the reviews I can't think go to of one comment we said that was wrong about it. <laughs> yeah. And, and then also we had. and also as a side note. Glad no one picked that for the fantasy draft. <laughs> so Dude, good job, guys. Because goddamn, it's like I was gonna say it's like Sony has an exclusive AAA coming out, and no one grabbed it. We're all like, we know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, we know it's gonna be dog shit. Um, I had the feeling it was gonna be bad because the marketing for the game. I just I kept seeing it over and over, and everything I do, I was just like, yo, they're really marketing this game. They like they wanted to be successful, and like after getting your hands on the demo, it's just like. It sucks because I love that team at Square Enix because I, I like Final Fantasy 15, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I played the Controversy game. I played it like a couple years after release where they had the Royal Edition where they fixed everything and try to make it better. I love the engine. So I'm like, yo, I can see the engines in the game. I love the Illuminous engine, I guess what they call it. But yeah. when playing the demo, it's just so grainy. It does really? not look smooth. It's Which sick. is... It's so, which is so weird. Like, uh, when you, cause you, like, what's the difference between juxtaposing that for spoken to like a God of War game? Like, mm-hmm. it's the same hardware. Like, how do we end up here? Like, what's, right. what's going on here? Like, we know what graphics can be. It's just, and spoken just looked rough. Go ahead, Austin. To, to go what you're saying in terms of yeah. looks, do you remember how this game was first, first, first announced? This was the live tech demo of Unreal Engine 5. Right. This was the oh. game. This was the game that uh, that showed the world Unreal Engine 5 is here. And they were like, look at that rock. You see that rock? 10 trillion pixels in that rock. That's the most pixels in a rock in the history of technology, in the history of our species. And Jeez. this is the game that we got. Remember, that game was debuted at looking pretty. So when that, when that, when that demo came out, and it was like unplayable, it looked bad, all my red flags went off. I'm like, hold up. Yeah. Even before we even knew anything about story, the only thing we knew about this game is it was going to look amazing. That's all we knew. That's how it yeah. was. Again, it, 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 and then it wasn't like a Sony you know, tech thing. It was like, again, Unreal Engine 5. And Gerald, and I, and this was, I was toying this game early on. I was like, Gerald, the, the, the potential for gaming, like we always say, it's like when there's like peaks and plateaus with technology jumps, this game was debuted at the next peak. And, and instead of plateauing, it went down. <laughs> so, <laughs> you right. I don't know. You right. Yeah. 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 It's almost it's like not... a whole different team worked on that specifically for the demo. And then the actual so, team for the game like, was a completely different set of folks. I know that I know right. the joke is now you can never trust cinematic trailers. Can we no longer trust a tech demo for an independent company? <laughs> yeah, it's like the E3 thing, right? As far as like the gameplay or whatever, where like back in the day that was all made like PC. Yeah. <laughs> Like, do you remember how like how like again with that the game was debuted with that trailer and then all of a sudden for me i mean again to kind of connect with my thing about abby is this new trend and we're seeing a lot of shows too i don't want to go too much of the tangent we'll just keep in the gaming world of just making corny cringy unlikable characters with the real redemption arc like I've seen like I've seen some of this stuff, so I haven't again I haven't seen the game start to finish. But the snippets I've seen, I kind of see where people are coming from, where it's like something that Joel, you know, I talk about. But uh, church, you know, we heard us mention, you know, the phrase "lizard people." Like when E3 was like, "Wow, that looks really good." Oh no, 
let's go revive John. You know what I mean? And so when, so for me, when I see that it went from a huge tech demo, sorry, it went from a huge like uh, a tech launch trailer to that weird story trailer to the word demo, I was like, I'm not putting this on my draft. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess, I don't know. I, I guess I, I disagree with you on, on it being a one-to-one equal thing as far as just characters that are unlikable. I think that's, I mean, like, obviously that's on, that's not, opinion, not on one-to-one, but just I, sort I, of half-link my transition. Not, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah, people, but that does happen. Definitely. That does happen with a lot of characters. I, I am still. I am the very strange gamer story guy who who was open to to, to Abby, but I obviously know a lot of people weren't. Um, as far as for her as a character, I don't even know. I mean, Church during the demo, was there any cinematics or anything as far as like detail in the character of how she was? I mean, like, no I mean, idea. I think there was. Um, I just I skipped in because I'm like, yo, if if the gameplay is good, I'll buy the game and watch it then. I just mm-hmm. I couldn't get. I couldn't even finish the demo. I mean, the wow. fighting was. I mean, the magic was kind of cool. Like, I like Keldis with magic games. So, but I don't know if she was unlikable. Um, it, I don't know. Also, do people not like her as a main protagonist? Like, is the story bad? It, it, I don't think she was written so, very well. I thought like it was just so. Fun. So Kel- people, people, people find a, a lot of commonalities of like it found it, it found it hard to root for her. You're just like you're you're playing this main character, and she's not an antagonist. She's the main character. She's supposed to be the hero of this thing. So she gets yeah. pulled into a magical world. Yeah and and she's just constantly complaining um there's like a scene where like a character is like there's a scene where like a character is like like um too sorry sort of spoilers but spoilers a character's father just dies mm-hmm. and yeah. the care that the, the the daughter is like your friend by this time like you've established like sort of a friendship and her father just dies and then she just like goes off on her and it's like you're just like I'm, I'm supposed to i'm supposed to like this person and and it just like and it's like a and it's like this this writing where it's like you don't find yourself rooting for your own character sort of speaking mm-hmm. um magic wise or her, her um, one consistency plus to have her is people say they like the combat or like the different combat elements the since that's new there's magic there's spe- you know the way the spells are done the combos are done um but when it came to like the writing and stuff it was this uh, people it was like kind of a half-ish predictable um in the sense that like like again they touched on it, 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 it just i can't really say because i've seen snippets it was like again that was when it was like she was constantly complaining of like eh, man we're just like you're you're given this magic power be happy <laughs> be like, to do something be cool be, be positive <laughs> <laughs> no not hers no no not hers. Oh, okay so a lot of people like for example there's like a lot of like people like streamers like oh man that's sad her friend died and and since mm-hmm. they have good being like oh man my friend's dad just died to like blah blah you think you have a heart well i got pulled to this new world and blah blah i'm like you just watch your friend just watch her father die mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're, just, yeah. you're complaining in front of her right. like what do you right. doing? it seems yeah it seems like she's definitely not a flushed out character ever anywhere she attempted was she's just not written very well it's not just not a good character like it seems like this is straight up so yeah Oh, I was going to read the, the scores for this. So Steam, uh, on Steam, it's a 6 out of 10. 66 on Metacritic. We all, we all know about Metacritic, but I just wanted to read the number in general. Uh, IGN gave it a 6 out of 10, and then Open wow. Critic, they gave it a 69. So if anyone chose that, they were lost a point. <laughs> IGN gave it a 6. Okay. that's You know it's bad then. So mm, Yeah. 
Yeah. Interesting stuff there. Definitely not a good start for the year for Sony when it comes to uh, IPs that, you know, reminiscent of the console. And this is kind of my worry, right? I mean, if we're going to have... Like, this isn't just, like, a AAA game that sucks, right? Well, I mean, in this, since it's on PC, but, like, it's not one, it's not one of those games where it's, like, you know, where, where it's a Battlefield 2042, right? Where everyone everyone's, like, this is dog shit, what the fuck, like, fuck you, EA. This is, like, exclusively on PlayStation. The game sucks. Like, <laughs> I was, like, uh, you know, it's, like, that's, that's not good, man, you know? So, hopefully, with the, uh, the future games for Sony, that what they're whatever they're investing in you know what i mean besides last of his shit like we need more we need more as a console you know what i mean so i mean i guess i would i would i would also argue the same for for microsoft i want gears of war where's gears of war god damn it but um speaking of uh, playstation and microsoft jim ryan is uh trying to also uh get in get in microsoft's way from the acquisition and I thought this was just a funny thing to discuss and shit on Jim Ryan, because I'll do that any chance I get. <laughs> um, <laughs> so according to Vegan Chronicle, it says here, PlayStation boss Jim Ryan reportedly met EU antitrust chief this week about the Microsoft Activision deal. It says it's claimed that the EU will warn Microsoft of its concerns about the acquisition. Uh, and it says here, uh, according to rumors... According to or, or the Reuters source, who declined to provide details about the discussion between PlayStation's boss and Vistager, uh, it says, uh, let's see, Microsoft is seeking to complete a $68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard, uh, but what would be the game's industry biggest deal ever by far has been met with fierce opposition from Sony uh, and concerns from European, U.S., and U.K. regulators. Says, and what would be the latest setback in the road to completing the deal? The E this week expected to issue Microsoft with a charge sheet uh, setting out its concerns about the acquisition, Reuter reports. This recently said Microsoft was hoping to offer remedies to EU regulators in an attempt to advert a statement of objections and shorten the regulatory process. However, it's claimed that the EU is not open to remedies without first sending out its charge sheet. Um, let's see. It's. Uh, says, among other concerns, regulators have expressed worries that the deal would significantly reduce PlayStation's ability to compete, even that it would see Microsoft gain ownership of the Call of Duty series, which Sony has called irreplaceable. In a bid to address concerns, Microsoft recently said that it offered Sony a 10-year legally enforceable contract to make each new Call of Duty game available on PlayStation the same day it comes to Xbox. Uh, I'll just end quote that. Um... It's crazy, man, because I feel like everyone is really going at Microsoft over this deal, and it's it's to me it's weird because I feel like I guess I don't like I don't understand why there's so much pushback just because the Call of Duty thing I understand Call of Duty, you know, Call of Duty was the fourth, it was one of the four biggest selling games last year, so I understand that, right? But when it comes to almost every year, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's very true. It's yeah, it's actually the I think it's the most profitable American-made uh, series. Um, yeah. uh, but um, it's around for eighteen years. So like, I understand Sunny saying like, "Yo, hold up," <laughs> you know, what I'm like I understand that. But everything else, I really don't. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, there's some other characters in one that they would that they would take in, but. You know, I don't see Nintendo throwing their stuff at them. You know what I mean? I know Nintendo is a different breed of monster, 
But I guess my point is like Nintendo is focused on Nintendo shit and they understand their market. They understand who they're, who the marketing doors, they understand the technology, what needs to be made. And it's still the, and they still have the fastest selling console. Like they had the fastest selling console last year. So with Sony being so like, ma, 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 you know, to the EU and like trying to get in front of Microsoft's way, I don't know. I just, I just think, uh, I guess it's just annoying to me. <laughs> but what, what, what are your thoughts, Church? Yeah, I mean, just I'll play a little bit devil's advocate um, when it comes to this, even though I'm a big fan of Game Pass and I want this acquisition to go through. Mm-hmm. I, I think the concern for Sony, it's, you know, Sony is a big company, um, but it's like it's small compared to Microsoft, right? They don't, right. They don't really have a lot of money <laughs> compared to like Nike or you know, Apple or like Microsoft, you know, they don't have billions to spend. Um, so when it comes to PlayStation, um, they make every game that's published on PlayStation. This is true for Microsoft. Like those big corporations, they take a cut. You call of duty, you come to my system, we take 30 or 40% of your sales. And we've seen how aggressive the percentages were when they did the Fortnite cases and all those documents got released. They, they're taking mm-hmm. huge cuts from companies. Yeah. Um, and call of duty, for them made them over a billion dollars, right? I think plus a billion every year. It's huge yeah. for Sony's bottom line. So the concern is that if you take this from their console, like it's going to affect our bottom line because this is how we eat basically is off of Call of Duty. Uh, and we don't have anything in the tuck right now to replace it. We, we, we garbled up Bungie, you know, and hoping like, okay, we got some type of shooter going on, which it happens to be, you know, not a baby shooter. It's it's a big deal, right? It's an ongoing. And maybe they can take that net code and make another FPS to replace Call of Duty when it happens. So they're just trying to slow down the process. And those are the concerns and arguments that they're going to try to make the same how Call of Duty is so important and yeah. that Microsoft would just be a juggernaut if they just take it away from it. And they're doing everything in the power just tell Sony, like, hey, you can have it for 10 years. You know, same day releases as Xbox. Um, so I think the acquisition is going to go through. I think Jim Ryan is doing what any CEO would do, <laughs> what the investors and stock shareholders want him to do, is to, like, slow down this process as long as possible right. to make it as difficult as possible. Yeah. yeah. What, what are your thoughts, uh, Arthur? I want Crash Bandicoot on Game Pass. <laughs> um, um, but seriously, but, but I, I don't know. This is, I mean, when like the when you started hearing the words like FTC and gaming, where I'm just sitting here like, really? Disney buys ESPN? Okay. Disney buys Marvel? Okay. Disney owns the Muppets? Okay. Hey, a gaming company bought a game company. Whoa, now. Hey what's going on <laughs> you know it's it you know it's that's that was like my initial my initial like thrust reaction of it um and i mean i'm not like again, i i want to be like eh, jim ryan but i get it the dude's like yeah again when it comes to like investors big picture stuff it's like again and when people are saying hey what's jim ryan doing about it the answer can't be nothing yeah it, it can't be nothing he, he again what what will come from this? I don't know. Um, I do know in a positive way, EU has a better hold on ga- like what I think is beneficial gaming practices. Like speaking of you know apples after um, apples apples, you know this is this is about the Activision Blizzard buyout. 
EU was the leading thing about loot boxes and gambling to kids. That's because yeah. that's how that's how thankfully I don't know who like who was the person or people that wrote their case to the EU. I applaud you and I thank you because they're the ones of like, look, we get tech, you don't know tech. Don't think of loot boxes as this. Think of loot boxes as casino gambling machines for kids. And that's what they're doing. And poof, all of a sudden all the bells and whistles went off. And I was right. like, awesome, because that needs to happen. Um, so I get why this is more of happening in the U over there. Cause again, in a positive way, they, again, they do have a good, better eye on yeah, the gaming industry restrictions where there should be restrictions. So again, on face value, uh, you know, you know, again, money, you know, Disney buys, yes, they bought Star Wars, but for 3.5 billion. And we're like, okay, George really want to get rid of it. Cause when you hear of another buyout for like nearly 70 billion, then you go, okay. These dudes paid uh, almost double what Elon paid for Twitter. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't think what's going to come from it. I, I'm and I'm nervous that it's happening so fast. Like reading the thing that like, their reports that happened by April 11th, because you know what I mean. You usually hear of like contracts where like three years from now the documents are released, whereas it's like no, the reports going to be done by April, um, by April 11th, April 26th, the latest. And I'm just like, whoa, that's that's really quick. <laughs> Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm money behind it, bro. <laughs> well, well, that's a because that's a thing. Well, because normally up everybody's list, man. Yeah. Well, that, the, that's the a weird thing because uh, finalize uh, in June, right? It's supposed to finalize in June, but but that's you know that's the other thing. It's, you know, when it comes to stuff like this, it's usually we hear about it like two years later. It's like oh, this would be back and forth, but um, I'm nervous that that um, that their their reports can be done so quick. But I'm hopeful that it's gonna be done so quick because they're like, it just does that breaking the laws. Um, I think it's just the dollar sign behind it, you know, 79 billion versus like at the time everyone like me lost it when Star Wars got bought for single digit billions, chump change. Uh, um, yeah. So I get it, but I don't think there's, I'm hoping, again, that's fan, but I'm hoping that there's not really any hinging or real hurdle, the really tangible hurdle that comes from this. Also, because the other thing too, Bisley, I want to see through. a June. Was it? Do you think the acquisition would go through? Sorry to interrupt you. I do. Okay. Um, and biasly, I want to see an I want to see an Activision Blizzard Microsoft E3. Mm. I want to see that. I want to see that Microsoft, uh, Activision Blizzard Bethesda. Whoa! <laughs> All I, 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 th I think it will. Part of me wonders. I mean, aside from Call of Duty, obviously, which would be a huge cash cow, but yeah. um, how well they execute everything else, you know as far as when it comes to delivering a product, because, you know, we just talked about last episode as far as massive, massive layoffs that just happened too. So just, I'm just curious to see as far as, you know, the, aside from Call of Duty, you know, uh, for them working on these other projects, you know, how, how, uh, how that'll be, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, that will be an issue. We were talking about, you know, we were talking about this, other for like how, how crazy that E3 would be. And uh, I know Sony recently for these past couple of E3s, they haven't been to E3. I wonder if they'll show up for that year. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> just be just be green just be green green and red this year. No blue. Yeah. <laughs> um, but <sighs> I'm also like as a Blizzard guy, I'm also looking for like a you know like a, being good graces with you know with Blizzard and having a, like a good game again. You know that's why I, I, that's. That's why I didn't put Diablo 4 on my list because like Bethesda has not had a good launch in 
years. I thought Bethesda Blizzard. Well, they haven't either. <laughs> but, I know, I know. But, you but Blizzard. This but, um, but um, so I wonder. So again, so that's what I'm saying biasly. I'm looking for E3. Will launch pretty good, right? I mean, I, I mean, you have a phone, right? So I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think that game was riddled with bugs. Nobody liked the. It was riddled with hate. I mean, yeah. it was riddled with hate. I mean, like. Yeah, because of like the money, but in terms of like. What is a good launch to you? I guess so. I don't know how you what, what's your barometer in terms of like um, not having a queue, not having a queue of eighty thousand, um, not having a remake game so bad they 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 offer hundred percent refunds, which they did for both their flagship games. That was Diablo like 3. over ten years ago, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's not like it happened recently. Well, <laughs> yes, it I happened. Just, well, but... well, I'm saying, well, like Overwatch One was their only good game recently, and I'm not really counting Immortal because. That they didn't make a game. It was like a mobile phone that was like mainly towards a Chinese market. That it was just openly marketed for that. Well, um, Overwatch Two launched pretty well, right? I mean, they had service issues after a week or two. I mean, but yeah, that's, that's pretty like, fast considering. That's pretty fast, bro. Like we all knew the game was going to be fixed, right? Like, well, I that's because you because I'm not contempt. I'm I I'm, I'm sorry if I call, call me picky. So yeah. look, sorry if you call me picky. I I like having game work at launch. That's happened the, for that has happened for almost game, every single bro. console for the past ten years. You know what I mean? Like it sucks, but that the this is a model. This isn't even like oh we're just having problems with the game. Like half of this stuff for that doesn't work. It's literally a business model. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Playing pa- pa- patch later. You know what I mean? So I, 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 I hate it too. No, no, I hate it too. Yeah. And, and 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 I agree with you. I was just like getting to fucking work once I buy it and I and I download it or whatever the case may Boom. be. Um, I think for I think to your point though, Arthur, if Diablo Four is a is a failure launch, I feel like they're officially gonna lose the trust for the rest of of players. So because because uh, because of this. That. Because define of this, define failure. So, like, I can follow you guys. Like, so, what, so what my, does it not need to do? So, like, Babylon Five. Don't Babylon Five us. Or, or what was it called? Babylon One. What was that game? That was so and awful last year. Is that the, the the platinum games that closed down the Babylon? 1? Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. Babylon yeah. us. Um, you know, you know or, or like you, you said know, before. You know, um, like again, being playable, you know, being being playable, you know, playable launch, and I want to see it like a eighty thousand Q. Um, it's just gonna, that's not fairly to me. But continue, continue. Like, okay, I mean, I mean, like, release date. If they, if they fix it in a couple of days, right? Because I I played Overwatch two and last week, right? It took a yeah. while to get in, but they they patched the queues very quickly, and it hasn't mm. been a problem since. You know, since they fixed it. So, well, and, the other, and the other thing too, with, with the other thing too, with, with Blizzard is like, so because the other thing, because you, because, because when it comes to like, for me, like why a lot of people hate Immortal is you say you never okay. played Diablo game. Okay, well, like, fine. That's like, that's like, yeah. you know, hey, Uncharted 4 is kind of bad, but you never played any other Uncharted game. And the thing with, you know, here's the thing about Blizzard too. They, their company is a PC company and they eventually went to console. And to release a game at their own con, this wasn't E3, it was at BlizzCon. And to say, oh, you guys have phones, right? It's like yeah. that's like Microsoft, the next E3 saying this is coming to um this the Microsoft saying this is coming to phone only. We're like, you know, you have a PC, we all you know, you guys have PCs and Xbox have this, but um but again, this new trend, because I think we all have to a point you can see if if our watch is if our watch is the asterisk on my list, but you know, Cyberpunk, Fall 26, um, Halo, uh Battlefield, um, we've seen the triple A's fail the past two years. So again, I'm just 
that's why like I've been turned so much down onto Game Pass and Indie, Game Pass and Indie, because I don't have to deal with this like Stockholm syndrome a lot of people have of oh my game doesn't work at launch, oh well. I'm like that's why I'm trying to Game Pass because I don't have to pay for a face value, and I don't this this new standard like force like not force booking. First looking is like bad, but playable. <laughs> you know, not unplayable. This is a bad game. I don't have to, yeah, <laughs> it I works don't have to, and this sucks. So like a lot of people are like, so when people are used to like, oh, I guess I got to wait four more days for this game to work. I'm I'm not. Like, I want to play a game when they tell me to play it. Like, sorry. Like, it's like, it, it, like, like it reverse it. Like, you know, games and movies. Oh, sorry, guys. This movie's not coming out till next week. People would lose their minds. So like, why people, like, why we're just getting more used to like, oh, I guess I'll come back in four days. That's why it's turned me on to like Game Pass and Indie away from triple a games like i'm done pre-ordering i'm just like nah, it's a really state i guess maybe are you not, we are think. You not pre-ordered uh dead allen too <sighs> maybe that might be my one thing <laughs> only because that was from that ground up well, <laughs> well <laughs> the thing is because they were up front that one interview after that it wasn't gamescon it was no. gamescon when they said up front this is a ground up scrap you know, clean slate of a game. That's what made me hopeful. If they just say, "Hey, we've actually held on to the game for eight years," I'd be like, "No, yeah, I don't want yeah. that." Exactly. Um, so when it so again when it comes to Diablo, dude, these weren't just any games they they, they flopped. Like Halo Infinite was bad, but Halo Infinite wasn't issuing. It was so bad they offered a hundred percent refunds. Diablo, I mean, sorry, uh, Blizzard did that did that with the remake of their flagship game, Warcraft Three. It's like a man. It's, it's like picture of the Match Chief Edition, but it really is so bad. Hundred percent refunds. I just, and I d- just, I just argue. To me, I feel like that's not fair because it's it's over it's over a decade ago. Like, yes, that was terrible. But I think to to hold that against them for twenty twenty three, I don't think that's fair. Um, well, they I haven't had like I, a big I, like good game. Like the, they, they they haven't had a good launch to make me like be kind of like excited for Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's and that's and, that, and that's fair, you know. I think when it comes to queue stuff, like queue, like like large queues, things like that, I feel like that's just the nature of technology. Like like things are going to clog up, things are going to have to get past, things are going to have to get fixed. Like this hap- this, this this happens, you know. But when it comes to when it comes to things that should be in the game that aren't, or just things that are just deteriorating, like like for example, like like everything that happened with Battlefield twenty forty two, completely inexcusable. You know Track. what I mean? On many levels, right? What's a scoreboard? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that is completely inexcusable, yeah. and 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 they want to they want to you know they want to win back. People say, "Oh, it's almost ready," or "It's on game pass." I'm like, "No, oh, fuck that." So like, <laughs> so 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 I I I agree with you in that regard. As far as like that's the shit that I'm like, no, no, absolutely not. So yeah. for for DS, but but I'm very curious to see uh, what's gonna happen. You know, I mean, I hope it goes well because it's on my fantasy card. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I want to transition to another topic here. This one's going to be a little heavy, but I, I just wanted us to talk about it because I know you guys are big fans of High on Life. Given the, the, the situation, this is going to change a lot of things with that game, that series, okay. and obviously with the Brick and Morty as well. But uh, this yeah. is Kota- this is Kotaku. I hope this, uh, this is a... Um, particular article yeah i hope it's a good article (laughs) versus like the bullshit that we read uh last year um all right so it says here rick and morty creator leaves studio behind 2022's biggest game pass launch after allegations this is high and life creator uh maker of squash games reveals co-founder left last week justin roiland is leaving squash games it's the month after the comedic shooter high and life became 2022's most popular xbox game pass launch uh, the studio co-founder who voices many of 
of uh, High on Life's characters is currently facing two felony domestic abuse charges from 2020. Uh, it says uh, Squatch Games announced the news late Tuesday, uh, shortly after Adult Swim revealed that it was dropping Royland from Rick and Morty as well. But the CEO's resignation apparently uh, actually uh, occurred over a week ago on January 16th, four days after the news of the domestic abuse charges first surfaced, which Royland pled not guilty to. Uh, it says in three days after Kotaku first reported on a 2018 lawsuit accusing the studio of workplace harassment and discrimination in which it settled in 2019. Uh, I'll read this and we can talk about it. It says here, in quote, the passionate team at Squanch will keep developing games as we know our fans will love while continuing to support and improve high on life. Uh, and quote the studio tweeted yesterday, Squanch Games did not immediately respond to a request for comment on why Royland resigned, whether it was aware of any other allegations related to him or the studio and whether he still holds any equity in Squanch, unquote. Uh, church, I wanted to throw this to you because I, I, you know, we've talked about high on life before and how, how great that game, you know, how just really fun and interesting and different that it was. And obviously how the mind, you know, minds of Rick and Morty, uh, was a part of it doing the voices and whatnot. And given this crazy stuff going on, I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts on that situation? And what are your thoughts on the, the potential future of high in life? And I mean, shit, shit, even Rick and Morty. Um, at this point, I mean, I think it's, I, I haven't looked into the allegations to that much, but what's, if we take it at face value, I mean, I think it's good if he is a widow, like beating up his wife or beating up people just because it like, you know, there should be justice brought to that, you know, yeah. nobody should get away with that. Yeah. Um, I kind of, but at the, at the same time, I really don't care. Like my, I'm not really too much caught up in like a lot of celebrity gossip or like, but when it comes to art, if like the creator is bad, like does that affect me emotionally? Um, you know, people have this, you know, feelings towards like, um, what's a big popular one? I think it's like Harry Potter, you know, or whatever. Um, and they'll be like, if you, they feel bad if they reread a book they read as a kid because of this person like it. I'm just not that type of person. Like, it's not that deep to me. You can I mean, separate the two. Yeah, I can separate the two, but it's also like I got my own life to live, man. Like I'm not for people committing de domestic abuse and them not getting punished for it. Like, yeah, of course I want that to happen, but I'm not invested into the lives of others that's outside of mine or the people I care about, you know, the loved ones I can reach and talk to. Like, I, I don't know this man personally. I don't know his wife personally. You know, at the end of the day, you know, like that's just that's not how I operate. Um yeah. In terms of the video games, I mean, if the game, the game was suffer, right? Because, you know, he's a, an amazing talent. Rick and Morty is very successful. The voice acting in the game is really great. So trying to find somebody to replace that is going to be a challenge. And if they can't, it's just going to fail. And that's just kind of the nature of it. I mean, mm. you weep what you sow. Um, it sucks that the studio will have to suffer and all the people that worked on the game because of his actions, you know, right. and... But if he has to be brought to justice for it, then he has to be brought to justice for it. You know, yeah. that's just that's kind of, that's how kind of how I feel. Yeah. I I don't think I can. I don't know because the high on life, the voice acting is so much a part of that game in the writing itself. Right, it's an okay shoot 'em up type of game mechanic at best. If it doesn't have that element, it just it's just not for me at that point. Mm. What are your uh, what are your thoughts, Arthur? 
Um, I don't really have, I mean, I'm neutral on this. Like, I really have a dog in a fight. I haven't played high in life yet, and I never watched Rick and, Rick and Morty. I'm one of those people who are like, hey, I'm one of those people when like a million people tell me to watch something and won't shut up about it. It makes me want to not watch it more. Like, I never, like, I've yet three Harry Potter books. Um, just because people just wouldn't shut up about it. Um, um, and then with it with Rick and Morty, I dare you tell me of a good thing that I might love. <laughs> well, it just when people just myself. like I don't want you. It's like it. it's like when people are talking about people, people, people are talking you, about they just discovered. Yeah. <laughs> people are talking about Rick and Morty. Like we just is this just profaned? Like we just found life on Mars thing. It was like yeah. oh cool. It's good. I'll watch it when I watch it. Right? It's like hey really hey guys real talk. Let me watch something. Give me your Hulu password, then maybe I'll watch it. But I'm not gonna make an effort or pay money to watch something that people won't shut up about. Um, but um, so I still watch it. Because people, it's just like it's just like because this how it goes. Never give off the recommendations. Yeah, do not read the Instagram comments or YouTube comments. It's gonna go crazy. Well, it's because like it's it's because when you tell people when you tell people you don't watch Rick and Morty, they look you like you don't like comedy. Oh, you don't like jokes? Then I'm like. What are you talking about, dude? Like, get over yourself. Uh, well, I will say this: the average Rick and Morty fandom, there's an ego there. There is absolutely an ego behind Rick and Morty fans compared to everyone else. So mm-hmm. that's mainly that's that's that ego. That's the turn away. Like, you know what? It's like you know what I mean. Like, it's like, oh man, you should try this. Yeah, like yeah. Versus like Rick and Morty, like, oh you know, oh, this guy doesn't like jokes. Hey guys, everyone in the bar, let this guy doesn't like jokes. Like that's like that gets the, that's the vibe I get from like when for Rick, the average like Rick and Morty diehard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but so with this, I mean, if you know everything comes out, throw the book at him. Um, in fact to point to stay on like the comedy that is Rick and Morty. If, you know, if it all goes down, he gets the, he gets the book, he gets the book thrown at him. I would love, like, let's say there's a high in life too. I would love for them just to roast him just cause I think I, I wouldn't put it past that type of dark comedy mm. that is sort of synonymous with that team where, you know, like, you know, if you're like, let's say you're playing high in life on two, I'm like, Hey, this is me. Whoa, this is me. Hey, I have a different voice, man. The other guy that, that sounded like me, he's a real douchebag, right? <laughs> I mean, like, I just want to put, I want to put that line or that type of thing beyond the team mm-hmm. in like, let's say a sequel or something like that. I, that's the, to a point, you know, everyone has their first impressions. That was the first thing that went through my mind is if, if he gets a book thrown on them, dude, they're absolutely going to roast him. And if there's a sequel, that's what I think. Mm. Um, yeah, I think, um, to me, wait, 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 I, I, are the charges like what is he just like slap his wife? What is it like? Uh, she, there's like, one. Like, there's like, there's one. On? There's one that's like holding someone against their will, um, almost like a like a prisoner, uh, like imprisonment. Um, okay. And then oh. there's there's like yeah, there's domestic abuse of violence. You know what I mean? Uh, I think there's actually some. He was saying some crazy stuff too. I guess I think it was screenshotted. Um, and share it on the internet but but yeah i mean you know well, i was gonna uh, say careful don't use the rihanna don't use the rihanna as an example because that means he'll have sellout concerts in two years <laughs> just saying the, the dude still sells out concerts <laughs> i don't want to cut you i guess when it comes to these topics and this is why i don't like like video game journalism a lot lately too because it, it focuses more on the politics of things and who's morally right or wrong stuff just like actual game news but do these certain if he does his time is there any redemption for a person 
or if you you do something wrong, like are we allowed to enjoy the content again? I mean, if you pay, you know, if you do the time, like, can you come out on this other side clean? Or so here's my thing. Let me let me watching Rick and Morty again. Yeah. Well, let me finish my thought. Um. So as as far as for so when it comes to in my mind, everyone has uh you know people make mistakes, but people need to be held accountable, right? And then as far as for you know redemption and if you want to watch certain content that's up to that's up to the eye that's up to the fan right um uh for for me it's very different where it's like i don't want to watch another episode of the cosby's that's me some people do i don't want to listen to the R-, R. kelly song some people do when it comes to uh high on life and rick and morty my uh i guess my sadness comes in when it affects the team like you said you know what I mean? As far as these people's jobs, because this person made very poor decisions that affects a lot of people. So um, my thing is just that it, it it's upsetting where we have this huge, it's one is disappointing, obviously, if these things are in fact true. And then you do have, this is kind of like the industry game where we don't even know if confirmed that it happened, but because it was out, it's out there in the wild, these companies have to just let people go. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it's like it's not a moral thing; it's a business thing for them. So that just sucks in its entirety. But yeah, my main disappointment is just like you know, um, that damn like we had a really dope IP, and and then for Rick and Morty, while I do understand you know Arthur's uh, point on like certain people are just super annoying when as far as I tell to watch the show, it has been one of the is it's one of the, it, it's a great show. You know what I mean? It's a great show. There's a reason why it's been on for as long as it has. It's won Emmy yep. awards. Like it's a, it's a good, it's a very good show. It's a well-written show. Um, so it sucks to have those things close. You know, it sucks when you have, you have really talented people and they, the certain mistakes that they make while they, while it, there can be redemption, the accountability just really fucks up a lot of shit you know it's like, for, it's like i think of louis ck like you're starting to see louis ck more on podcasts and stuff you know and he made he fucked up you know and he and he admitted he fucked up you know and and, and he got and he got he got buried for a little bit but you know he, he's coming back around because he's you know he's trying to redeem himself yada yada i don't know what's going to happen with this justin rowling guy but uh yeah i guess my main thing is just it sucks when you have something that's important as high in life and uh you know shit like this happens so yeah Um, because it was a game that everybody saw got announced that people were looking forward to and generally liked when he came out so like a sequel or a next project was definitely on the dock yeah right and now now contracts were gonna be like yo let's sign this next thing you know what i mean like exactly exactly that was a big old question mark you know yeah I (laughs) i have a question based on the quality of the game so this is like the most played xbox game pass game right now or at least the time of this article yeah um i mean do you think in the background this might unintentionally hurt it's like potential any like nominations that might be given no 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 i don't think so i mean i mean i wouldn't i feel like you know there's this a game award is like for a team you know right and i feel yeah. like team is more than just one person so i wouldn't discredit it you know you can still honor the team and the people that went behind everything um that's my thoughts man i agree i agree um the only thing is i think there might be like a statement of like let's say 
let's say this game is a contender for game of the year because I, I haven't played it by for nothing but it's great things. So I've heard nothing but everything reviews. So let's say it's a contender for game of the year and it's like, and the internet's the internet and it's like, oh, that game, but the guy and blah, 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 you know. Um, if anything, that might leave so like a, I'm picturing it might, like let's say it's a game of the year nod or nomination. Um, yeah, I don't know if they might do a statement or something like that because like Drell's saying, it's a team. Like this isn't like, this isn't like, yes, it's just unfortunately he was like the voices behind that was the main thing behind the game, the script and his voice. But games, you know, like movies, uh, game, game credits are not notorious for being short. <laughs> yeah. You know, definitely. Um, I think I'm going to skip to the last one, the Howard's legacy one. I feel like we don't really need to cover it. Um, but we do need to cover this news when it comes to 343. I don't have an article to read, but just as far as like an open table situation. So there's an article, or not an article, but there is some news that came across that basically confirmed that um, basically confirmed that 343 will be will continue to work on Halo games. Um, I mean, where do we start from here? I got this. <laughs> like, I got this. I got this. Okay. Okay. Well, okay, let me, ask, let me ask a question. I just want a quick answer from you guys, if you don't mind. Sure. And then I, I'll, I'll give you my thoughts. Do you, So do you guys believe that 343 is working on the next Halo game, Dro? Yes. Awesome. I haven't played the story, so I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I mean, do you I'm, think the studio is going to make the next Halo game? From uh, this announcement. Oh yeah, the the thing is, so yes, I mean okay, okay, okay. So they are, they're not man. They're not going. This is a lie. They've been mm. lying about Halo Infinite since the release of the trailer of twenty nineteen. All right, they had all the offers. It's too big of a flop, right? They they replaced the head of three four three. The guy that came in to save three four three, he's lost. They just laid off a bunch of people. Like every. And before they even laid off a bunch of people, they lost the head game designer, the head multiplayer designer, the art director, a bunch of talent and the people of 343 have left. So it's not even the same team, but it's like it's a, it's a skeleton of a crew. This person that got nominated has to say it because they have shareholders that, hey, we're going to bring it. It's it, we're going to make the next game. It's going to be perfect. I don't think Microsoft is going to move that way. I think mm. this, this is all this bullshit, man. Like they're not going to like, why would you let them make the next game? Yeah. I mean, I'm mad. the people they cut from the team are the, the writers for single player. The only people that's left on the team was a multiplayer down for three, four, three. So I, in, I, um, yeah. In terms of DLC for a campaign, like we can put that on the back burner. We're not going to get that for a couple of years. Like, even if they want to continue it, I, I, I don't believe the tweet They've, they've they've tweeted so many things about this IP from the last couple of years, and they've been there's been lies after lies, disappointment after disappointment. Yeah, and this is just another tweet oh, in a, in that series, man. So it's bullshit. The line to our face again. Okay, <laughs> Epstein's alive. I don't. <laughs> Dude, you talk about lies. Like when you say the people that were the like the people that were were in charge of the story. I didn't even yeah. like them. One of the reasons I I was already turned off from this game is when is like I started seeing more and more of the story, and I'm like, wait, I remember how the last Halo ended. So when I'm looking at this story, I'm like, that's not the same story. Yeah. And yeah. then when you look it up, they're like, oh, it's in all the journals you find. <laughs> 
Oh, because you because you know you you talk about you know continuation of like Last of Us one a two story. At least you got a sequel. This was like oh that ending is in all the journals you find around. This is a whole new game. Then yep. what are you doing? Yeah, that's crazy. That is ridiculous. Because I, I of like of, uh, like. I love the I love the ending to Halo Five. I know like the game itself, like there's a lot of things to be like, but the the ending of the AIs going rogue in the UNSC that was an ending. I was like, let's go, let's go, Halo. Like, and then, and then, well, because 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 like for me, the game ditched. It it made me happy for the new game. I was like, oh man, like we're gonna verse the AI. Is it gonna be like a? Is this a UNSC like like what's happening? Weird mech civil war within the UNSC, and then poof, we never got that story. Nope, it's gone, dropped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. Whether whether this is true that three four three is carrying, if so, it's like I'm not looking forward to Halo. I'm like I'm re- like even if it's not game, like whatever. Even if it's like the next Halo gets announced for Game Pass, I'm like I'm not downloading it day one. I'm gonna <laughs> wait for the reviews to come out. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll clarify. Maybe three four three would still be the umbrella, but I guarantee the huge outsourcing of this project would be to a different studio. Like, oh, it's like the new, maybe um... three four three and somebody else and like. And they're just chunnering under this because they in charge of Halo, quote unquote. But they're not making the next game. Just, Girl, what's the B, the, the Mass Effect company? The search the B, the shell sh- of itself. Bioware. There you go. It's Bioware. It's, it's like it's okay. like Bioware. It's like it's like Bioware in the sense that three for three is three for three by name, but not by soul, not by talent, not by individuals, not by driving force. Got the same prestige. <laughs> yeah <That's bio>. well, <laughs> and but the thing yeah. is like for me it's like it's a skeleton of its former self i didn't like its former self so i'm just like i don't know yeah. <laughs> it's, like, cool. I, it's it's funny because like i would feel a way if um phil spencer you know he had like a speech or something talking about like how great the next halo game is or talking about 343 i'm like come on man like I love Phil Spencer, but I'm like, don't, don't, don't bullshit me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you know how bad they fucked up. Like, like the the like for for the you know the biggest mascot on the for the console. Like, don't try to don't don't just don't bullshit me. You know what I mean? Because like I'll I'll, feel, I'll be really mad if if he tries to bullshit his fan base when it comes to talking about three four three or talking about Halo Infinite. You know. Um, I, I hope it's I hope it's it's bullshit church. You know what I mean. I hope they or they, if they change their mind and say, you know what, fuck that. You know what I mean. Like I could see that as well. Where where they they have a meeting and they're like, no, we can't, we can't have them Bro. do anything else. You know. Yeah, the Halo community's in a tough sh- spot. Um, I mean, I won't listen any, say any YouTubers' names, but I, I followed like the Halo community, um, especially when Infinite came out. I had like a go to couple YouTuber people that like they. That's the game they're covering. You know how you, you know, people do it. Yeah. And they gave up on it. They made videos of like, yo, I'm no longer calling Halo. They, they switched over to Elden Ring. Some switched wow. over to Apex. It's just, there's not an audience for any, for the coverage anymore, for them to make the money off of daily videos. Um, and it's just not getting the traction anymore. And the content's just not there, especially for a game that's live service, mm. um, which is not a live service. It's not, it doesn't need to be, but it's the route they chose to take. And it's it's kind of terrible. Mm. Um, we saw the preview of season three. I mean, it's to the, it, <laughs> I think even with the release of the content, they are cutting staff to a point where 
they're releasing stuff early like oh we we got the forge uh you know browse server kind of stuff like oh we get we can browse like forge maps and they those people left their jobs like oh they're never going to update it again they're just releasing stuff to get it done and it's mm -hmm. uh it's in a poor state man um i, I give you props for keeping up what season it's on <laughs> oh yes season it's a winter season right now season three starts in like march bro so like, Dude, like i haven't ugh, i feel bad i feel bad for halo like i just like like hey i mean it's like more than one reason why that game failed you know we talked about many times so it's like the fact that 343 announcing or sorry microsoft confirming that uh three four three is going to keep making halo that's a bold statement to make and then next time they appear anywhere like an E3 or something like that, they have to address the elephant in the room. They have bro, to address the They're going to be booed. Bro. bro like, they, that's how bad this shit is. They will be booed like, during I, an E3. Like, 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 how many more E3s are like... Sell this again? Like, it's going to be a good Halo game? What, what are they going to say, like, bro? Right. What can they... Like, don't say, like, what can they do? Like, I'm not even know what, can they, what they could do to fix this. Bro, like, give it to another studio. Like yeah, that's the only way other people. Yeah, I mean, I okay, maybe that's my opinion, but that's the only way people are gonna have faith, man. They if they this Activision Blizzard deal goes through, there's too much talent over there in first person shooters to like let why are we keeping three four three around? Mm -hmm. I mean uh, I'm with you, man. Give it to Id. Give it to Id. Bro, bro they, they know they're green guys. The hero, Jason, he left. The hero of Halo, he left. He's gone. Who's making the next Halo game if not the guy that was the savior? Like they, they got rid of him. There's mm. who is there to make it? Right. There's no. Um, yeah. Maybe. Hey. <laughs> maybe <laughs> no, they might have bro. some shocking news and be like, the director of the show might write the next, might write next, might, might write the next Halo game. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'll, I'll buy that game. All helmets off. Like, Yo, I'm stepping in. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this this game is about to be so wacky. Let's do it. Let's John do it. Murphy, dude, <laughs> Halo, do Master Chiefs. I have his one off every episode. You're gonna have a God of War like scene of your mashing O with a fem with an, with an alien, to, you know, just clapping cheeks, just getting XP. All right, he's like, we don't remember that. We don't remember that DLC. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be funny. The new head writer of the the new head writer of the next Halo game, yeah, the guy that wrote the Halo show. <laughs> yeah. It's just I think it's just bossy as fuck for them to say that they're gonna make the next game when they got rid of all the head writers and directors. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> Who's gonna make it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I believe you. Splendid. <laughs> yeah, like, I believe you, bro. Who? Who's making it? Like, this <laughs> I just want to meet the team. Like, well, that's all. <laughs> yeah. It's like, can we have a conversation? <laughs> yeah. That's hey, Drill, crazy, I, bro. I will say one thing. One, you, you said, you know, Church is how this is, you know, this is, and everyone's agreed, this is Xbox's mascot. Um, one sort of asterisk positive to the last Kotaku article is they listed um they listed in the article um uh major nelson as xbox's human mascot oh nice <laughs> larry Herb, or larry larry Herb, larry Herb, as um the xbox is like quote unquote human mascot i had a, that's what that's why for context it was like arthur's reading that Kotaku article about why this, this guy's being arrested with domestic abuse i'm just like having this weird smiley grin on my face <laughs> It's because I came across the line, the human mascot for Xbox was Major Nelson, which I thought was funny. That's funny. Have Major Nelson be the next Master Chief. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I might fix it. <laughs> oh, 
All right, well, we are uh, about at the close here for Gamers for Life podcast. A long one at that, but a good one at that. Uh, of course, I want to thank my uh, my gaming brothers here, uh, Arthur, and always, and uh, good old church, man. Thanks for being on another episode with us. Man, thanks for having me. It's always been fun. I, I love listening to you guys and your thoughts on the industry. I mean, it's always a good time. You guys are always welcoming, and I enjoy myself, man. So. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Not even COVID will stop us. Nope, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're signing off here. We will see you guys uh, next week.